I am now on Kofi.com, which is a platform that is completely free um, for myself as a podcaster to accept donations, basically. So very, very small donations, as if you were buying me a drink. Um, I think you can donate £4 or you can make up your own donations. Obviously, this takes quite a lot of time, quite a lot of effort, and I love doing it. But sometimes you need a little bit of a financial... uh, what's the word, like a crutch, I suppose. Um, I'm not expecting to make millions and millions of pounds from this, but it would be really awesome if someone could um, sort of help me along the way, I suppose. Obviously, all the money that I earn from this podcast, I put straight back into the podcast, or I actually buy stuff from my sponsors. Um, So yeah, if you fancy that, then it's ko-fi.com. So ko com forward slash Absolute Bedlam Podcast. And only donate if you can donate. Only donate what you can and if you can. I can't express that enough. Um, don't try to give me too much and then ruin yourself financially. That's not what this is about. This is just about me keeping the, uh, the steam in the uh, machine, as I suppose. Yeah, enough waffling. Here's the episode. Hey guys, got a new Archie Soul ad read coming at ya. So, Bedlam 2021 at checkout for 10% off everything on their website, which is www.archiesoul.com. So, you've probably heard this before, but during the midst of lockdown, I didn't really care what time I woke up, didn't really care what was on my face didn't read to be completely honest with you I didn't even really care if I had a shower I was not in a good state and this website has come along and this company has come along and it's changed the game for me it's allowed me to care about what I do what I wear what I look like what sort of pomade I have on my hair just I can't describe how good their stuff is so we've got Monsieur Barbier we've got Duke Cannon We've got American Crew, we've got Anthony, we've got all sorts of products on their website. Check it out, www.archysoul.com. If you use code BEDLAM2021 at checkout, you'll get 10% off everything on their store. The shipping logistics side of things is insane. Um, I put in orders on Tuesday and I get them on Thursday. Company based in Shropshire. Um, yeah, Mark from Archie Soul has hooked me up, so I want to pay it forward, and I want everyone to check it out, and you will thank me later, because this stuff is awesome, and hopefully we've got some new deals coming up soon. But in the meantime, Archie Soul, www.archiesoul.com. Check them out, tell Mark I sent you, Bedlam2021 discount code at checkout. Cheers, guys. Back to it. Hello. Just realised that Archie Soul advert is a bit wrong. 15% off with the code BEDLAM2021. 15% off, not 10%. Ben, you're an idiot and you need to stop rushing your ad reads. Cheers. Recording in progress. Yeah. Yeah. Time for the Daleks to take over. Mm-hmm.
Right, so we are recording. So tonight on Absolute Bedlam Podcast, I have no idea how I've managed to do this. Actually, I have a really good idea on how I managed to do this because I'll explain it in a minute. I've managed to get Stuart Ashen on the podcast. Stuart, Hello. you are my chef excellence. <laughs> Is that and good I or bad? You. That sounds bad. <laughs> that's, no, that's good. It's just my droney voice. It's a very good thing. <laughs> I appreciate you coming on and I appreciate youtube's best tat reviewer coming on to have a little chat with us that's that's best tat reviewer i don't know if that's that's a bit like being the sort of world's tallest midget or something you know i don't know what uh, that means but fair enough hello and thank you for inviting me on sir no problem i might actually go into that now that seems like a nice little because otherwise it's going to transition badly so i was in ash frith's twitch stream the other day oh yes yeah messaged ash saying not to derail this stream but is there any chance that you could get hold of ashens for me because i'd love to have him on for an episode and stuart was in the chat and he said i'll email you right now right i've emailed you figure out where the hell i got your email from (laughs) and here we are did you figure out where i got the email from i didn't spill the beans mr biffo uh, Mr. Yes, Biffo had already messaged me ages ago and I was like, oh, right. And I put it on the list, um, of course, which is very long. But when I encountered you on Ash's stream, I moved it up the list. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. You're a legend. No COVID, how has it been for you? Oh, no, no. How has it affected your life? Uh, you know, it hasn't made that much difference to me, mostly because... I can do everything from home. I do all my editing and recording at home and everything else I do in the office we rent in the city and the other people in the office haven't been in, really, except for Nostalgia Nerd, who only comes in very late at night, generally, so we don't cross over much physically. So Very good, very good. Yeah, it's not made a terrific amount of difference other than the fact, you know, you couldn't go on holiday and sometimes you couldn't go to the shops and all that kind of thing. But, yeah, I've been quite lucky on that front, really. Yeah, definitely. So how I came across your channel is quite a novel thing. So I did an apprenticeship in an IT help desk about 12 years ago. And I was watching one of my colleagues piss himself laughing on the lunch break. And I said, what are you watching? He went, oh, just, I'm just on this YouTube thing. It's kind of like an early adoption sort of thing. I'm just having a look at the beta because YouTube used to be a dating site. Don't know if you knew that. Did it? Yep. Used to be a dating site very, very early on. It was all about sending video recordings to each other and doing speed dating and stuff. That's bizarre. I've never heard that. Very strange, isn't it? I remember the video of the man at the um, zoo. I thought that was the beginning of it. Yeah. Yeah. So there he is, sat on the, uh, well, you're not sat on the brown sofa. You're kind of, I assume that you're like kneeling on the brown sofa, like That's correct. Or in front of everything. It. Yeah, kneeling yep. in front of it, like the item of worship it is. Yeah. And I think you were doing a toy review and deciding whether or not you were going to blow torture into hell. Mm. And that I just be a thought, blind bag. Yep. this is the strangest thing I've ever seen in my life. I need to watch <laughs> every video ever. And it just went a bit mental. A lot of people that I talk about you two um is people go on rabbit holes very frequently with you from what i can tell they tend to sort of get stuck in the recommended cycle of youtube and they just sort of they don't realize that time is a thing when they watch your videos and then before they know it they've watched like an hour of your content yeah 
and then before they know it they've died of old age it's amazing that's it that's it so since then i've been watching pretty much everything you've been doing with a lot of anticipation uh poundland sort of hauls that you do and Mm. some advent calendar things that you do oh yeah and um, that's coming up again you're absolutely smashing twitch as well Uh, yeah it's going all right i'm really enjoying twitch because i look at it a bit more of a sort of hobby than a sort of work thing like youtube so i i take more risks and can be weirder basically yeah yeah you're consistently on like 400 viewers um watch it now and then the chat window is just like insane there's no way i'd ever be able to sort of make this happen on twitch i don't think Mm. but yeah i don't know 400 is good or not for twitch actually i'd say that's a pretty good concurrent viewership personally yeah, I've got no idea. Well, good. Yeah. That sounds excellent in that case. There we go. And I watched a video of you getting interviewed a while back, and you, I think you had a white shirt and a tie on. You kind of look like Simon Pegg, which I know you get a lot of. Mm. Not anymore. Um, not anymore. And, um, yeah, I watched you get interviewed, like I say, and you said that you'd earned enough money from YouTube to finally be able to afford a sandwich. Yes. And, uh, yeah, that just mm. made me laugh. That was a good sandwich. There we go. So now, naturally, at the end of this, we're going to talk about your favourite meal deal from Tesco's. So it's all, it's all come full circle. Ooh, difficult. So we'll start off with fan questions. I've had a couple. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've got my friend Andy Branch, um, who was going to be a co-host for this episode, but time just didn't quite work out. So here's Sorry, a question. Andy. Hello, Andy. That's all right. No worries. After over 15 years of creating content for the internet, what has been your most memorable video and project for you? Oh, blimey. The ones that will stick in my head are always going to be the feature films because they take like a million times longer and a million times more effort than everything else yeah. for obvious reasons. Uh, for the smaller internet stuff, hmm, it's often the things I do that take you a bit by surprise. We don't know where a video is going where you, when you start it. So things like the E.T. Furby thing review, where I ended up yeah. skinning it. I wasn't expecting to do that at the start. Yeah. Um, and also just, I had this horrible dancing Jar Jar Binks toy. Oh, yeah. And Jesus like, oh, Christ. How do you really review this? So I just turned yeah. it on and then smashed it to pieces with hammers. And in its way, I enjoyed the purity of that. And also the smashing. The smashing. That's what it's all about. Uh, got another question from Katie. I might have mixed these up. I do apologise, people out there, if you are listening. Which you, I hope you are, because otherwise, what's the point? Um, have you bought this year's Advent calendar yet? And do you have a hint for what it might be? I have not bought them because Dan Nerd Cubed has bought them all this year. Ah, lovely. Mm. Uh, so and i don't know what they are all i know is he spent a bloody fortune on them he's really gone all out to try and get actual good ones this year but i don't know what they are as yet i will know in a week or so um, when we get together and film them but yeah Mm. and apparently instead of a punishment calendar there's going to be a treat calendar but what that means i don't know there we go you had it here first um and one of my friends, Jim, last question. Are you self-managed or do you have an agent? And how do you manage your schedule, which I assume is pretty mental, day to day? Really badly is how I manage that. It's, it's <laughs> too complicated. It drives me mad. I do nearly everything myself. I do have an agent, but he 
specializes in like brand deals and things like that where i couldn't yeah. properly negotiate and that kind of stuff he's a very nice man called mike and he is very useful but the day-to-day stuff yeah i just sort out myself as if a i couldn't afford to pay somebody else to do it anyway and b um you just i'd just be giving all the information to somebody else and you'd, they, by the time you've done that i may as well have bloody scheduled it you know yeah, yeah. Totally. Perhaps I'm okay. just used to doing everything myself since we started off with literally nothing on YouTube and it's kind of slowly grown up. You're just mm-hmm. used to doing everything. This does not yeah. count when we're doing feature films. That I could not do all that. <laughs> There's teams of people for that kind of thing. But for the day to day YouTube, yes. It's just me pretty much. Yeah. Speaking of the feature films, like what was your initial sort of thought into doing that? Because I know a lot of people think about doing these things, but very few people actually mobilize on them. Sort of how did you approach that? Because your first one was Quest for the Game Child, wasn't it? That is correct. Yeah. Was it crowdfunded? It was partially crowdfunded, mostly crowdfunded, actually, is a better way of putting it. Yeah. We had to get some money uh, indirectly from Google. That'll never happen again. Bloody hell. Um, They didn't (laughs) know what we were spending on that. It was fine. Uh, Okay. It's kind of literally true to an extent, actually. (laughs) Um, (laughs) They knew it was going to a company. uh, and they knew what the company was going to do with it, but they didn't know specifically we were doing that. Anyway, um, yeah, what happened was many years ago, we did a brand deal for Dell Computers. They had a new Alienware thing coming out, and they offered a lot of money to do this sort of sponsor thing. But one of the sort of provisos of the lot of money is, you don't get to keep most of it. Um, we wanted to go on, like, big production value, you know, and we're like, this could happen. And um, yeah. I was with a company at the time, Um who was the mic of the time, a company called Channel Flip. And uh, they got in touch and said, look, we could do, this fits really well with your demographic. We'd have a bit of fun. We could do like, we had this idea of like this 10 part, um, I think it was 10 parts, was it eight parts? It was a number of parts, an integer between eight and 10 probably. <laughs> um, and yeah, we had this idea of this sort of short sci-fi series thing, but with the entire budget of three minutes of Doctor Who, and not three good minutes, but three minutes when they're standing in a corridor talking. And, yeah, yeah, very little time to throw it together. And I was introduced to a man called Riyad Barmania, a Canadian gentleman who lives in London, and uh, was, yeah, going to write it, basically, and direct it, and do the whole thing. was like, oh, excellent. And we hit it off very quickly, and I very quickly realised Riyad is a man who gets shit done. Because in this is one of the industries where people talk a lot and do very, Mm. very little. And so when you find people who can actually do things, mm. hang on to them unless yeah. they smell then keep them at a distance. But, you know, that's the kind of principle of it. So about a year after we did that, because it went uh, very, very well, we won an award. I don't know where that is these days, a big lump of yeah. perspex or something. Um, that went nicely. And about a year later, I was at a party at Channel for the Hill, this like summer party, chatting to Riyadh. And I said, your crew you had put together for the thing, it was obvious they normally worked on films. And this was just something they were doing, you know, between jobs, most of them. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that's his background, you know, feature films. And it's like, well, why don't we make a film then? And he came up with a really good problem. We can't afford it. Uh, so I then said, well, why couldn't we crowdfund it and see if we can get something from this ongoing Google thing? He's like, Ah, and that was it. We just spoke to the company, and the company was like, "Yes, we like." Um, we like. So we went in and very in a very short period of time put everything together. Um, yeah, crowdfunded, got the money, and then we were filming it remarkably shortly afterwards. And we had to write an entire script first. Um, and since there's two of us doing it, and there's a lot of back and forth. That takes a while, but uh, yeah, that was still for that kind of thing. 
a very quick process in in the scheme of things. It was the script that yeah, took yeah. the longest, but um, yeah, then we produced it as quickly as we could and filmed it as quickly as we could because time is quite literally money on a um, yeah. film set. And no doubt, yeah, yeah, that was it, and it went well. Yeah. So we did another one seven yeah. years later. Did you know that you were going to do a sequel if everything went well? Just no, sort of... no idea. I think in the back of your mind, you think, oh, maybe if this goes well, we could yeah. do another. But you'd never really expect it to. But uh, got you, it yeah. got all the views and it sold quite a lot on DVD and Blu-ray, even though you could watch it for free on the internet at the time. We still haven't worked that yeah. one um, People do like their discs. Mm. I've got a disc. Imagine I've got a disc in my hand. There we are. Um, yeah, and when we decided to work on the sequel we spent a lot of time writing it, it took it was a few years before we got that together we got private finance for it which fell through quite literally the 11th hour i was on the train from norwich to london and it was still going ahead but in the time it took me to get from liverpool street to strat was it stratford or shepherd's bush actually shepherd's bush uh, yeah. the finance had fallen through that's what it's like right. financing films folks People Christ. are full of shit, is the problem. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, mm. so we then crowdfunded again, got some uh, other money from the private stuffs and made the sequel. And maybe one day we'll make a third. But at the moment, we're all too tired. <laughs> love it, love it. So just got some random questions for you. So Fire away, sir. Gigs, music. Remember them? Gigs. Gigs. People are they the, the, like little close. no those are figs um oh i know <laughs> yes where they play music and you listen to it and you're that's in the it. same room yeah that's it what's the best gig you've ever been to Ooh, i've not been to many gigs um I'm, I'm more of a sort of film and game man than a music man but obviously i've been to some i think probably my favorite one was a local battle of the bands yeah. so a friend of mine um had and still has a band which uh, was playing in this battle of bands um, a sort of heavy metal thing, which is not generally my genre. But we went along and listened to all, and I didn't have any idea what his band sounded like at that stage. Yeah. And so it's like one of these yeah. things, I hope I don't have to be polite because it's a friend, but they were really, really good. Like yeah. really sort of professional quality. Like, oh, this is great. Oh, really good stuff. And then the rest of them weren't very good at all. <laughs> and oh, yeah. you got this sort of feeling from the whole audience that kind yeah. of... Mm, there's a few pockets, obviously, of the, um, uh, yeah. you know, the people who have come with their friends for the band who will always clap and cheer. But it's like, my God, my mate's band is like fucking a level above all the others. This is amazing. Yeah, they yeah, didn't yeah. win, of course, because that's Battles of the Bands. Yeah, that is it's all politics, Joel. But um, yeah. it was yeah, still yeah. really nice. It was so nice to go along and not only support him, but just realise just how good it was. You know, uh, about the they actually provided a track for our second film, Polybius Heist. That's how good they uh, were. Right. Who are they? They're a band called Monster City. Monster City. Mm. I'll have a look on Spotify. Yes, I think awesome. they're on Spotify. Yeah. Awesome. Obviously, with video games, your wheelhouse, your in abundance of knowledge. Um, well, <laughs> baby Spectrum games from 1986 to yeah. 1989. But yeah. you, you obviously sent Ash. Um, is it Cannon Fodder? Oh, did that work? I haven't actually checked yeah. his vods back. Yeah, that yet. worked. Yeah, good, yeah. bloody tremendous. Yeah, he's uh, he's getting there. He's he's good at the um, the chat and playing the game. But you can tell that it's his first sort of dip into the pool, as it were, with Twitch. I I don't even know how people do stuff like that with the chat just constantly reeling and you 
you know, trying to complete a game 100 percent. Just uh, it's all practice. It's all. Practice. I'm out. Yeah, yeah. but um, you say you're enjoying Twitch. Yeah, very much so. Actually, yeah, God, about over three years ago now. Um, I used to occasionally live stream on YouTube, and then one day we tried to live stream on YouTube, and it just didn't work because the yeah. live streaming system was down, but it didn't tell you. So it's like, shit, I think I made a Twitch account one day in order to secure the name. You know, it's like, quickly, everybody go over to Twitch, and I'll try it through that. And yeah, just yeah. the whole yeah. experience was so much better. Tiny yeah. fraction of the audience, because obviously on YouTube, like the notification goes out to one and a half million people so you will get yeah, yeah. a lot more viewers you know for my channel at least but yeah. i stayed with twitch just because the experience was so much better on all fronts and yeah. to this day youtube is still playing catch up like youtube will, mm. uh, twitch sorry will do something and then youtube will implement something very similar 18 months mm. down the line 18 months video yeah, oh, yeah. A bit embarrassing really yeah i get yeah top three games oh top three games ever my favorite game is bloodborne uh, ps4 so that's a nice easy one um that's my i always think of mark kermode when i say that because whenever you ask what mark kermode's favorite film is the film critic he always says uh oh, the exorcist and you know that's yeah. just that is his go-to answer because it meant something to yeah. him at the time it is a great film etc etc so i feel like bloodborne is my answer like that that is my immediate go-to yeah. but the other two uh, I'm not going to pick another From Software game. Uh, really loved a game called Chaos Strikes Back on the Atari ST. Absolutely yep. fantastic. I've put so much time into the digital version of Gloomhaven on Steam. I should probably mention that, but it's kind of still technically a board game. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I've played that more almost than any other video game now, probably by hours. Um, yeah. Loved Renegade on the ZX Spectrum. I still go back to that occasionally for a laugh. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say those. There Fair we are. enough. I imagine you just have this room in your house full of consoles. Then they're mostly in the attic. Yeah. Um, well, actually, no, the consoles are in the office and the old vintage computers are in the attic, which I had to buy yeah. because I um, wrote books on uh, really terrible old video games. And you oh, yeah. kind of you have to try them on the actual hardware just in case there's a reason they're terrible and it's like an emulation problem it's never an emulation problem is what i learned the emulators are all just so precise for these old 8 and 16 bit machines yeah. but i tested them all anyway and as a result i bought so many old vintage computers and thank god i did because they've got like quadrupled or more in price since i bought them oh wow things Bloody i bought hell. for like 60 pounds and they're going for like 300 and stuff it's absolutely yeah. insane so that's my retirement fund Fair enough, fair enough. Just quickly hopping back over to YouTube. Mm -hmm. With the open source software video that you did, what oh, yes. made yeah. you what made you press publish? What was your desire from that video being uploaded? Because obviously that was your first video. Yeah. First on Google video. Um, because yeah. I always back the winner. Of course, yeah. after I'd uploaded like three bloody videos, it YouTube bought them. That was the end of that. Well, Google. No, Google bought YouTube. Oh, the wrong way around. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And the, yeah, the yeah. rest is history. Um, yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to make things. And I had a camcorder, really. And I think I've recently seen like an Adam and Joe thing, or probably not recently seen, actually, but I remember the old Adam and Joe thing where they were messing about with action figures. And I just got a box of mm. sort of, I think they were Cobra infantry figures, but like a later version of the old G.I. Joe figures. I thought yeah. I could do something with them. And I just, knocked up this 
nonsense. I don't even know who I was trying to amuse with it because it's such a weird niche joke. But yeah. there we are. I, I put it online and okay, yeah. regretted it immediately. That's it. Just want to quickly big you up as well because I'm just on your channel here right now on my phone, not being antisocial. You have 517 million views on your channel. It's not enough. I want a billion because that's a cool name. You want a billion, right? Yeah. Everyone go take on your while. browser. Yeah, F5. Re refresh F5. it, refresh, F5. refresh yeah. it. That's that it. Work. We know, we know. No, it doesn't. Yeah. There we go. So, yeah, just I've been watching you since I want to say I was 17. Now I'm 32. Good God. I have been so, doing it for it was 15 yeah. years this year. So, yeah, that is entirely feasible. Do you still love it? Yeah. I couldn't stop doing it now. I don't think I'd, I'd have to keep it on in some way, shape or form. Yeah. In, in a way, it would be nice to knock it on the head just so I could get the space back in the garage. But no, <laughs> I got you. It's not yeah. a good enough reason. This is a bit of a strange question for you, because obviously you've done films, but say top two or top three favourite films for yourself. Um, my Kermode answer there is, is Robocop is my favourite film of all time okay. just amazing dark satire i think it's one of those things i saw as a kid and obviously it was cool because it's got a big metal man and he shoot gun and boom and you know thought it was great when i was like 12 you know yeah. um and then i went back and watched it years later thinking oh god this is gonna be bad isn't it you know it's just gonna be utter nonsense so hopefully you can have a laugh at it and then at which yeah. point you suddenly realize it's like a really dark satire and everything yeah. is layered on top of it and my god the whole thing doesn't let up from the start and it's brilliantly paced and all the characters yeah. are great and Clarence Bodica is such a good villain because he's just like your dad's asshole mate or something. Like he's like a real person <laughs> set yeah. amongst all this crazy stuff. Ah, oh, love it. Um, yeah. Still Brilliant. my favourite. And I still haven't seen Robocop 3, but one day I will. I just, oh, can't bring myself to do it. Um, other favourite films? Yeah. Oh, my God. Mm. For sheer enjoyment, it's probably going to be Ricky O, The Story of Ricky which is okay. an insane Hong Kong film based on a manga, which is ludicrously violent, makes no sense whatsoever, and is like an itchy and scratchy cartoon, but made about vaguely martial arts-related stuff in a prison. And it's absolutely <laughs> insane, but also immensely, immensely entertaining. I must have seen that four or five times relatively recently like in the last few years and i never i'm not somebody who'll re-watch the same film a lot but if anybody yeah. wants to see it i'm like put it on we yeah, will yeah, experience yeah. the story of ricky yeah, um as for picking another a third oh that's really difficult um mm, you see I'm, I'm torn between trash films that are pure enjoyment and then films that are just yeah. actually really good yeah you know? Uh, there's so many I can't pick between my there babies are. and as soon as we stop recording you'll go fuck why didn't I say that because that's <laughs> how podcasts work people um, I mentioned this earlier music wise but do you have a top three top slash top five musical albums yes yes I do um I'm not sure I could pick between them. This was interesting when I thought about this, actually, because I remember there was an album that I always have in my head I really love, 
um, loved it when it came out. It was it's the yeah. Presidents of the United States of America, self-titled oh, yeah. album, 1995. Yeah, yeah. Then I realised I haven't listened to it in probably 20 years, so that doesn't <laughs> really count anymore, does it? I, mean, I don't know if I've just gone off it or what happened there. But, yeah, I get yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, if it's pro- top five, I would say Flood by They Might Be Giants, right. um, 1990. Uh, the Ghosts That Haunt Me by the Crash Test Dummies. I don't know the year, yeah. but probably just after Flood. 1990, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bang Goes the Knighthood by the Divine Comedy. That was about 10, 11 years ago, I think. 2009, 2010, something like that. Uh, Den Disco by Slagsmals Klubben. I'm not pronouncing that correctly. Sorry to any Swedes listening. It'd be about 2000 and something, 2002 or something. Why didn't I look the bloody nut dates up? That would have been useful. Sorry. And Sorry. for a fifth, Mm, I don't know. In, in theory, I'd like to get some public service broadcasting in, but I don't think that would probably debut by. Oh God, I haven't said a name for years. Björk, Björk. That's how you pronounce it, isn't it? Is it Björk? Björk. Björk. I think if, if you go fully Icelandic, um, yeah. there's a reissued version on it. They did because they released it like in the early '90s, then re-released it with an extra track. And the extra track's great, so I would say that as well. Um, enough, maybe Life's Hard and Then You Die by It's Immaterial. God knows when that came out, mid-80s. That's it. That's all I've got in my head, I'm afraid. I asked um, Mr. Biffo this. So in the the gesture of fairness, I don't know if that's an expression, but it is it now. It is now, yeah. Um, what, if you went to a gym or you went jogging, mm. what would your soundtrack be? Um, what would give you some more energy to do that last rep of the weight or oh my god i can never imagine going to a gym or jogging um <laughs> probably i don't know it would be some sort of playlist that i put together on spotify yeah yeah as simple as that be like a load of 90s songs i tend to group them by decade so probably that i yeah, don't know yeah, fair enough that will help me get sponsored by Spotify. So thank you. Very Yay! Much you. <laughs> Spotify, it's great unless you're an artist because they pay you a call if you're not with a major label. That's it. We'll edit that out. It's yep. great. Yep, fantastic. Um, what other questions do I ask? I'm a bit flustered. I've got to be honest, Stu. This is a bit mental. <laughs> I've got to imagine if you spoke to somebody really famous, you'd be a nightmare. Yeah. Childhood game memory. What's your first ever? childhood game memory Ooh, um, my sister says I was obsessed with them from a young age and would like sort of hang off the bloody joysticks on in sort of Pac-Man machines um, mm. in clubs or whatever um, not as in nightclubs I was far too young mm. for that. I'm talking about four or five um, yeah, yeah I mean I remember playing Kung Fu Master in the arcade is that maybe the first my God. Yeah. Um, still like a bit of Kung Fu Master on occasion. Still no good at it. Uh, and I remember playing Commando on a friend's Spectrum and being blown yeah. away because I was expecting home computers at that stage. I was expecting to just yeah. be like the letter A and that's the Commando and the hyphen comes out and shoots things, you know, but no, it actually had yeah. graphics and noises, you know, yeah, almost yeah. like the arcade, but far more color clashy. Um, <laughs> and I remember once many years ago, Going around to assist my sister's friends, and they they were big into the Atari Twenty Six Hundred. There's a lot of Atari Twenty Six Hundred games. Playing the yeah. Empire Strikes Back, and nobody was allowed to play ET because it was rubbish. They said, and they were bloody right. Yeah, 
didn't have an Easter egg in it. I can't remember what it was. I can't remember. Do you know, I don't know that much about E.T. No. or 2600, other than the fact it was, it's bloody awful. It was talk of the town for a couple of years, wasn't it? And then mm. it completely fell off a cliff. It's one of those things they yeah. used to bandy it around as it's the worst game ever. And yeah. I could yeah. probably name you about a hundred <laughs> yeah. worse quite easily. You're, you're just not familiar with the sort of 8-bit home computers because, and yeah. to an extent the 16-bits because it was the bloody Wild West on those things and anybody in their um, mum's attic could knock out some dreadful game that would make your eyes bleed. Any chance of an Ashen video game? I wouldn't have thought so. There's an incredible amount of work needed to go into them and game design, not my thing. It would have to be yeah, something very simple and jokey. Or yeah. a point-and-click adventure. Mm. That is the only probably thing I could do, but no, no plans for that whatsoever. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. You've already made two films. I'll give you a bit of a, bit of a yeah, break. Yeah, that, that'll be fine. I'll just yeah. construct a Zeppelin next or something. Yeah, but Barshans, mm -hmm. how did that come about? That came about. So me, I met Barry Lewis at a comic relief thing where they were getting some YouTubes in. And me and Barry were the only ones over the age of about 30. So um, we just ended up <laughs> chatting to each other, hit it off. I went to Western Supermare, um, to his place, and we did a video. And yeah, we started to just do crossover videos every so often. And Barry said, wouldn't it be great if we did something more regularly, just something that isn't food related? Because obviously Barry yeah. Lewis, the chef, yeah. is very food related on his channel. He's a chef and that is his thing, you know. Um, yes, yeah, so we came up with this idea for Barshans. We always call it Bashans, Barry and Ashens, but we discovered that already existed. I can't remember what it was now. So we became right. Bashans, Barry and Arses or something. No, that was the other idea that was banned. Um, yeah, so we came up with that. We got Paul Gannon as a producer, who's somebody I knew from uh, doing other bits and bobs. He brought on Eli Silverman as uh, good friend and co-host of Cheap Show. Um, Love that. Love Cheap Show. Oh, excellent. It's good stuff. All about Cheap Show. <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm trying to think with the other people and we had a variety of different people filming it because we kind of always needed somebody behind the camera and then eventually we got a proper sound recorder sent through Paul and he also found the um, uh, actual you know director of photography so to speak which is yeah. where um, Izzy and Chris came from and then over time we brought on Riyadh the co-writer and director of the films just because he's a very useful person to have around technically and it was always a laugh and yeah. um, and my nephew Ryan came on because he's very good at a presenting and b coming up with formats. He came up with several of the sort of the best versions formats. So. Yeah, yeah, and that was that was our group whilst we could afford it and whilst we were allowed in the um, YouTube space in London. Yeah, yeah, no, fair enough. Any chance of that coming back, or is it um... very unlikely? Because a we can't bloody afford it, but b I don't know where we'd film it now because there is yeah, no yeah. YouTube space anymore. I mean, oh, right, we were, oh yes it's totally closed off now it kind of disappeared oh, while we were still doing Barshans. you couldn't book it anymore the only reason yeah. we got it is because barry happened to have the email of somebody quite high up and would just keep hassling them until they yeah, gave yeah. us a slot but they changed like. yeah. yeah the joys of it yeah but yeah they changed the whole thing basically it used to be youtubers book a space and come in and then it became they were just hiring it out to companies basically so right, you'd okay. go in and like the main studio was being used by some people filming rowan atkinson for green screen stuff for yeah. promoting the new johnny english film and stuff like that and you're like this has changed yeah, yeah. 
I could see some sort of like digitizer slash Stuart Ashen space in the future of just your own, like you say, sort of self-managed creative space that you rent out twice a week and then Mr. Biffo uses it once a week and then Cheap Show use it for their podcast or I don't know. Obviously, I'm just throwing ideas out there. The the big problem with me and Barry as well is we're literally on other sides of the country, east and west. So you've pretty much got to meet in London and a shed in London costs more than the entire world. So uh, uh, it's just a logistical pain in the arse. Yeah, I get you. I get you. I have got some more questions here, but I cannot remember for the life of me where on earth they are on my phone. Bear with me. Good. What a good time to enter sponsor mode. Ooh. So, I've got three companies. I've got Grind wearing them on my shirt right now. I'm not even jogging people and I'm wearing them. What a haul, right? Um, made sure wax melts, snap bars, they go in your wax burners. Very, very good. Very, very affordable. And this is a cherry amaretto wax bar. This is a Halloween what, one. What is a wax bar? What, what is going on? Have you made I'll these people up then? No, this is my girlfriend's company. So pumpkin brew, this one is. I'll show okay. you live. So do, do you eat it? Link. Do you smell it? it? You're more in YouTube mode. <laughs> Can I eat it? What this is? Are we recording? Can I eat it? The life yeah. of Stuart Ashen. It does look a bit chocolate bar I will give well, you that. Yes. So you break it. And you put it in your bowl so you've got like a dish bowl you put your tea light underneath the bowl and it melts okay and, and what the world is good does the well what do you use the molten wax for it just smells nice oh i see ah uh, okay yeah, just, that's making more wax sense. gotcha Candle wax Candle, ah right i'm with you i'm with you it's my first day i'm not very good at whoring myself out <laughs> um and we've got archie soul my my boys are archie soul giving you all sorts of shower this is a bar of soap Stu. this is Good the God. most mental bar of soap you'll ever That's see a house in brick. Life. come on this, this is my phone for comparison <laughs> they're about that's a murder 70. weapon from cluedo come on it is yeah that's the first thing they'll go for when there's a murder at the house um yeah they're about seven quid they're doing a sale on their site at the moment www.archisol.com and this is deodorant, believe it or not. Look Ooh. at it. Woo! That'll get clipped. There's no doubt in my mind that will get clipped. <laughs> and they finally took my suggestion on and they sell beard combs. So oh get my involved. God. www.archysoul.com. <laughs> and they've even got this facial scrub. Nice. Okay. Right. Enough of Marvelous. the corporate stuff. I'm, I'm going to advertise Venus. He, he likes Venus. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There he is. Yeah, hell Venus yeah! For everyone, I love Venus. What a legend! I love how much Paul hates him. That really adds <laughs> to his like, yeah. He's brilliant. created a monster. People never go for the thing you you want them to go for. That's bloody That's audiences it, yeah. for you. That's it. So, what does the future look like for Stuart Ashens? Um, God knows. I try not to think too far ahead. Um. Maybe we'll do a third film. I don't know. YouTube stuff will be ongoing. Um, I'm doing a Patreon video at the moment that I'm really excited by. I don't think anyone else is going to enjoy it. It's just nostalgia enough, the stuff that's quite specific to me. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. That'll go out there. Um, 
I can think of doing a podcast, got a couple of podcast projects in the offing, one with uh, the presenter Claire Lim, aka We Claire. We were doing a podcast where we talk about old films and then decide what happened to the characters after the film. And it's all nonsense. We've had a lot of fun with that. Um, that might be going up fairly soon, actually. I'm not sure what's happening there. Uh, I think that's about it. I've got my own podcast project on where I finally convinced myself to watch through all the infamous video nasty films from the early 80s, which were banned at some point. Most of them are just really boring. Um, yeah. Some of them genuinely quite nasty. Uh, I'm going to get going on that fairly soon. Uh, that's all I can think of off the top of my head. I've probably missed five things. I always do. Yeah, yeah. That was it. We're writing a book about uh, weird action figures as well. That's on the weird action. Is this weird action figures you've probably never heard of? Kind of, but it's not going to be called that. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair because enough. many of them people will be aware of, but uh, or yeah. will they? Who knows? Yeah. Well, it's been very, very nice chatting to you. And, and you I as wish well, sir. you all the best with everything that you do. And I will be eagerly watching from the sidelines. And I want in the future Ashens to create his own brand of Rustler's burgers. And I want you to review them in a non biased fashion. Oh, God. I mean, if we could rebadge the Rustler's ones, that would be okay. You just wouldn't want to go for the cheaper. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's seen, some bad stuff going on at the moment. If you've seen on YouTube, there's a real drive for like making your own companies and selling your own things at the moment. It's usually just clothes, but it seems to have evolved into this chaotic, like David Dobrik's selling, um, what's he selling? Aftershave, perfume. Okay. Uh, Mr. Beast is obviously doing burgers and he's made oh, his yeah. own fast food chain. Yeah. Um, yeah, there seems to be this real sort of appetite at the moment for just solidifying yourself as much as possible beyond just clothes. Sidemen have just made their own vodka. One of my friends, Robbie Knox, has just made his own um, beer. It's all okay. just a bit mental, really. I um, I should do something just really prosaic, dull. Yeah. I was going to say pickled onions. Yeah. That literally happened, didn't it? Um, the film critic, uh, the British film critic did it. What was his name? Barry Norman had his own range of pickled onions. I believe okay. they were called Pickelodeon. Oh, no. Yeah, that's actually a thing. I can't think of something even more prosaic than that that you could... Uh, band Socks, no? No, because you can have designs on those and they'd be interesting. Um, Welks. Nobody yeah. likes Welks particularly. That's quite a good one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Buy these Welcomes. Welks. Yeah. Welcomes. And we'll send them to you in thin glass bottles, which will smash en route. Yeah. Brilliant. Perfect. Awesome. That's it, really. Um, is there anything you want to ask me, or is there anything you want to announce? The floor is yours. Why, thank you. Um, I want to know what room you're filming in. <laughs> so I'm recording in my son's bedroom. Okay. This is a very, very temporary setup because I'm new to this whole YouTube world. Um, mm -hmm. I've recorded a ton of audio-only podcasts that I record in my bedroom, mine and my girlfriend's bedroom. Hi, Hannah, if you're watching this. I highly doubt you are, but hi. Um, yeah, it's a bit of a temporary setup, but when you start out, you've got to just use what you've got. I've just got a headset, a laptop, Absolutely. an internet connection, and a bottle of water. 
mainly I just wanted to know if the item on your left is the back of a chair or some sort of cupboard. I can't tell from here. Bed. Ah, it was the third option, everyone. <laughs> and now we know. And this is the door. It's a very, yeah, very I, small I, I had worked the door when I, I must admit. Okay. Yeah. Love it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time. And I am really looking forward to Digitizer Level 2. Oh, that's a coming. Yeah. I don't oh. know anything about it. <laughs> With Biffo, <laughs> you often don't until you turn up. So Yeah, uh, yeah. No, fair it's enough. It's going to be interesting. I've got a recording session booked with Ash Friff. Is it Friff or Firth? That's driving me Frith. fucking mad. Friff. Friff. It is Friff. Yeah. Like Froth, only different. Froth. Ash Froth. Yeah. That's Esh a beer froth. brand. That's a beer brand. Come on. Friff's Froth. Yeah. yeah, that's it. But yeah, I really appreciate you um, coming on and having a chat with us. And, you are uh, most welcome. Onwards and upwards, I suppose. Lovely. Thank you very much. And Take I'll speak care. to you all very soon. Cheers. Bye-bye. I presume I press this end button. Yes. No, that's going to be the meeting. That's not what I meant. And there we go, folks. That's my recording episode with Ashens, Stuart Ashen. Thank you so much for coming on and having a chat with me. I am not worthy. Um, I then emailed him after the recording and realised I forgot to ask him what his go-to meal deal is. And he replied to me in all caps, hoisin duck wrap so i think that is the answer there folks thank you so much for listening viewing subscribing whatever you're doing keep it up and i'll speak to you all very soon cheers guys next week we've got blue van man looking forward to that much more of the same so yeah stick around for more tomfoolery and i'll speak to you all soon bye bye Hey guys, got a new ad read for you. We've got Made Sure Wax Melts. So if you use the code BEDLAM20 at checkout, you will get 20% off. BEDLAM20 for 20% off. So the website for Made Sure is madesure.bigcartel.com. So wax melts to suit every mood, every emotion, every feeling. Currently gearing up for Halloween. So uh, yeah. Handmade wax melts. Get involved. Um, haven't had a bad bit of feedback yet. So there we go. Shout out to Hannah for uh, making the best wax melts in Dorset. Bar none. So made sure. It's Bedlam 20 for 20% off your entire order at checkout. Cheers. Just a quick reminder that you're listening to Absolute Bedlam Podcast. This show is officially sponsored by Grind Fitness and Sportswear Clothing. This active and healthy lifestyle company hails from Weymouth and Stu I. Check out their website, which is www.grindlimited, which is L-T-D, UK.com. That's www.grindlimitedUK.com. I've recently been given some of their products to test out and it's all been absolutely fantastic and very, very comfortable to wear. The base layer doesn't cling to you and you can really feel the quality of the clothing. Get involved and start your own grind today. If you have any questions regarding any of their products, please feel free to drop me a message on my Instagram page, which is Absolute Bedlam Podcast, or drop Clayton, the CEO, a message on Instagram. His uh, 
Instagram page even is called Grind, which is G-R-N-D. We will be very happy to help you with any inquiries that you have on your way to start your own fitness adventure. Thanks again to Grind for allowing me to promote your products. Right then, back to it. Just to let you know that Grind are currently doing a 25% off everything on their store with my affiliate code, which is Bedlam2021. So that's B-E-D-L-A-M for mother, 2021, which is the year that we live in. Bedlam 2021 at checkout for 25% off all products grind. Back to the episode.